Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Korea's new school year will feature additional security. I'm Nick Ainelli. The new school year is around the corner, and we talked with three teachers ahead of the first day of learning. I'm Valerie Bonk. The Dow is up 225 points. The Nasdaq is up 182, and the S&P up 34. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. By a margin of almost 60 to 40 percent, Kansans have voted against an amendment to the state constitution that could have paved the way for new abortion restrictions. The nation's Amy Littlefield. If these numbers hold coming out of Kansas, I think this is clear evidence that that majority has awakened into a political force, the power of which no one quite saw coming. It was the first state to vote on abortion since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. President Biden is set to take new action. White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. Today, the president will sign an executive order aimed at further advancing abortion rights in states where access is restricted. He'll direct the Health and Human Services Secretary to consider giving waivers under Medicaid to cover abortions for those who travel across state lines to get them. Correspondent Ed O'Keefe is in Arizona with a look at a still undecided race there. With votes still being counted in Arizona's Republican gubernatorial primary, Karen Taylor Robson is neck and neck with opponent Carrie Lake. The former TV news anchor, backed by former President Donald Trump, believes the 2020 election was stolen. Carrie Lake got former Vice President Pence's endorsement. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is on her way to South Korea and Japan after a controversial stop in Taiwan and a meeting with that nation's president. Correspondent Cammy McCormick reports. China has reacted with anger to the visit and announced military exercises around the island. And this is exactly what we expected. National Security Council Coordinator John Kirby. The trip is complete. It was completely consistent with uh, our obligations under the Taiwan Relations Act. It will be an oppressively hot, muggy day in eastern Kentucky, where people are shoveling out from the wreckage of massive flooding, many in places without electricity. Michael Bowman's been working on waterlogged drywall at a law office in Hindman. Everything is completely destroyed. It's going to be, have to be gutted and... I mean, the only thing really that sounds is the frame. Governor Bashir has scheduled a news conference for next hour. We could get an update on the death toll, which now stands at 37. Thomas Hoyer, whose son Luke was one of 17 people shot to death at Stoneman Douglas High in Parkland, Florida, spoke at gunman Nicholas Cruz's sentencing trial. When Luke died, something went missing in me. And I'll never, never get over that feeling. The trial will determine whether Cruz is sentenced to death or life in prison. The Dow is up 205 points right now. The S&P is ahead 35. This is CBS News. Hire with minimal effort and max speed with Indeed. Their hiring solution platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates efficiently. Visit Indeed.com credit. Get the top news of the day straight to your inbox. Sign up for WTOP's breaking news email alerts. Go to WTOP.com slash alerts. 10.03, welcome to Wednesday. Another hot one, 83 degrees right now and mostly sunny with lower humidity today as we make our way to the low to mid-90s. 
Good morning, I'm Deborah Feinstein. And I'm Mark Lewis. With the top local stories we're following this hour, it's been a morning of frustration for many Metro riders due to a system-wide network issue. It affected service on all lines at one point. Metro now says service is back, operating on or close to expected train frequencies on all Metro Rail lines, although delays remain possible. Earlier, the transit agency had tweeted to expect major delays waiting for your train this morning. Problems today come after a track inspection caused delays on the yellow and green lines last night during yesterday's uh, commute home in the evening. Over the weekend, an electrical issue caused major delays when stations were shut down along the red line. Those delays extended into Monday morning's rush hour before all services were restored. Meantime, some Metro access drivers are on strike still following a short round of bargaining yesterday morning. Another round of negotiations are scheduled, but not until next week. When Tim Hollingsworth showed up to negotiate with TransDev, he was hoping to see different proposal put on the table or you know, maybe a little increase of what was being before. But what ATU Local 689 got was an offer they had already rejected once before. Exact same thing. Ten cent is what they trying to bargain for. Valerie Thomas says the retirement and health benefits being proposed aren't any good either. These striking drivers work for one of four companies that Metro contracts out Metro access transportation to. And they blame Metro as much as TransDev. Metro says it's monitoring the talks and TransDev says it's hopeful that an agreement can be reached soon. In Glen Arden, John Dome in WTOP News. Campaign 2022 now in the Democratic primary for Montgomery County Executive. Incumbent Mark Elrich has expanded his narrow lead over challenger David Blair. But those two are still neck and neck after nine days of ballot counting. Elrich now leads by just 173 votes. More than 8,000 ballots still need to be counted. The county's acting election director expects those ballots will be counted this week with a goal of certifying the results a week from Friday. Summer is winding down for thousands of kids in our region. And as the new school year approaches, we're learning there will be heightened security for students in Alexandria. When the new academic year starts later this month, every school in Alexandria's public school system will have designated entrances for students, staff, and visitors as a way to better control who enters the buildings. All students at middle and high schools will need to carry student IDs, and there will be more security guards at those schools. Interim Superintendent Melanie K. Wyatt on NBC4. With some of these measures in place, we will see definite changes. Police officers known as school resource officers will be back at four schools, including Alexandria City High, Minnie Howard, Francis Hammond, and George Washington. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Well, there had been concern that Fairfax County schools wouldn't be able to fill staff positions ahead of the new school year, but Virginia's largest school system has now filled 97% of positions, and teachers say they're ready to begin. Ava Minutello is entering her first year of teaching Latin at McLean High School. The people at McLean High School were immediately so welcoming. Christiana Edinburgh is entering her second year as a math teacher in Fairfax County. I do think it's very important to get to know your students and to know their stories and to know the why behind them. Taylor Taylor is starting her first year of teaching in Fairfax County. She taught sixth grade for three years in Texas after switching from a marketing career. We've all adapted and changed through the last few years and I've been proud to see that growth in my students and been able to play a role in just being a support system for them. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News.
Stay with us, a check of traffic and weather on the way, and then... Night Out, the annual event to promote safer neighborhoods. This city is under siege. I'm Dick Iuliano. It's 10.07. We are the bridge between people and services, closing the gaps between those who offer support and those who need it. We believe in the promise of technology to drive insight 